Welcome to With Love, a podcast founded by women, produced by women, about women in technology. There is a huge place for women in tech, and this podcast is going to get well into the work as a leading contributor to help change the trajectory and see the rise of women in technology. Sit back and enjoy as our young female hosts share energy with experienced professional women in technology. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Wit Love podcast, a podcast that's connecting young hosts like myself to professional women in tech, where we'll go to share our wisdom and learn about each other in this process. So today, my name is Caitlin. I'm a fourth year health science student at the University of Ottawa. And I have a little bit of background on technology, but not too much. Um, I'm hoping to pursue a master's along the lines of health technology. So I'm always interested to listen to new people or just new voices that can help build direction for me and just inspire me, especially as a woman who looks to go into tech. Um, And that's geared towards our guest for today. So our guest for today is Ashley. She is the creator of Crypto Strategy Academy, which is a seven-week crypto and blockchain coaching program. She's also the author of the Crypto Strategy Workbook for Youth, and it's an interactive workbook that teaches youth about crypto, NFT, blockchains, um, as well as she's the founder of Crypto Babes, which is a global community for women in blockchain um, and the Blacks on Blockchain, which is an initiative to increase the representation of the Black community in crypto and just web in general. So welcome, Ashley, to our podcast today. Hey, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. How? How are you today? I'm doing well. I think things are pretty busy, but excited to be here and I love the work that you uh, ladies are doing. Thank you so much. How are you enjoying the weather? I know where I am, it's very gloomy, so I don't know if it's different where you are. I wish. <laughs> uh, it's been pretty gloomy here, starting to get a little bit chilly as well. But uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, part of being in Toronto. Yes, I used to live there, so I completely understand. Um, but I will try to keep you know the energies up and the spirits up so we don't pay attention to the weather outside. Sounds good. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so we're just going to start off and just an introduction. So can you tell us a bit about your journey into the world of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology, just in what inspired you and how you got involved? Yeah, definitely. So it's a bit of an interesting story, I guess I would say, because my educational background is actually in marketing and HR. Um, So I actually went to Sheridan College, studied that. And even though I was there and kind of studying that, like I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but like had no clue in the world of what I wanted to do. Um, So I tried to my best to stay very open minded. And it wasn't until 2016 when I was literally like just at home, just relaxing. And I overheard my parents actually talk about Bitcoin. And I guess they had a client that wanted to pay them in in Bitcoin at the time. And, you know, back in 2016, no one was really talking about this. So when they were talking to me about Bitcoin and digital currencies, I kind of thought, you know, they were crazy um, because I've never heard anything like that before. But I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just try and get involved. And so... I made my first investment at about, I think I invested like $300 in 
and totally forgot about it for several months. And then I'm like, you know what, what happened to my money? I want to go back and check. So um, I logged back on and uh, checked on that investment and it grew from $300 to almost $900 within just a few months. Okay. And I, at that time, I wasn't much of an investor and I'm like, wow, I've never seen that before. I want to do that again, but I want more zeros, essentially. Um, So yeah, I got really excited about it, started investing and trading and diving into um, blockchain technology a little bit more to really understand what it was. And even though it's a... it was a sector that was very new to me. And like I said, no technology background, but I understood like the timing with with the opportunity that we had. Because when I started to think about, um, as an example, how we have Uber, right? From like taxis or yeah. great innovations like Airbnb or Blockbuster, like Netflix, I just started to understand like how technology just totally disrupts everything. And so that's really the vision that I had with it. And that's kind of what kept me going. Um, Even though literally there was like hardly any women, much less black women in the space. I'm like, you know what, let's just try to create something and create products and services that people like myself can relate to. And yeah, it's kind of been a journey since then. Honestly, that sounds amazing that you were able to almost deviate from your career path because I know I'm also like in university right now. So having a clear career path is kind of what I'm going for. And the fact that you had like the courage to deviate from that is, especially into a field you didn't have any background knowledge on, that takes so much strength. And like, I admire that. And I know you mentioned, especially in the technology field or just crypto field in general, there wasn't many women, less Black women. So how did you navigate coming into a space where you knew you were underrepresented? Yeah, um, I'll be honest, it is definitely hard. And sometimes it still definitely is because there's still, you know, a, a good gap right in the industry and so um a lot of it i try to um through like a lot of the uh, products and services that i have so whether it's like the academy or the workbooks or we just launched some really great swag that kind of is more catered towards the black community but really empowers um those that are you know excited about crypto and building wealth and stuff like that. So I, I do my best to try to create products that will empower others to want to get involved so that we can increase the numbers um, and increase diversity. And at the same time, I try to use, you know, the oper- the fact that I'm in this space as an opportunity yeah. to help more, more people get it, right? And ensure yeah. that there is still representation, even if it has to be me that has to like lead that path. Um, yeah. And so... You know, this industry, especially like locally, it is a pretty tight community. Um, And, you know, the good thing is that we do have individuals that recognize that there's gaps when it comes to diversity and are being intentional with with that. So I'm trying my best really just to create a space so that people can feel like we deserve to be in this space because we deserve to actually be in this industry um, and, you know, be at the forefront of this technology. 
um, and be able to create wealth with it, which is the other big piece, right? Especially among the Black community. So it's like, how do we really just educate our community and then also make sure that they don't miss it, <laughs> right? Because I'm sure a lot of yeah. us missed out on like Netflix and all these other great innovations. And it's like, we don't want to miss the next one, right? So that's really where the motivation kind of comes as well. Okay. So I fully understand what you're saying about being underrepresented in spaces and just creating opportunities, especially for Black women, because I feel when it comes to technology or when it comes to just any workspace, we're always in the minority. So the fact that you're trying to make your blueprint bigger and make your presence larger within that space is something I think myself and even like a lot of young Black women is something we need to learn how to do. Um, and we need to take courage and just kind of be like, hey, I'm not seeing myself in this space. I want to see myself in this space. And what can I do to further people like me who want to start this? Because I think you starting this business is something where other Black women can see you and be like, hey, she's in this space. I can do it too. Um, and I think that's so inspiring for you like to take that on. So in terms of diversity, you're welcome. Yeah, I think it's an amazing thing. I think, especially for someone like myself, I am on the more shy side. So I'm not the first person to jump at like, you know, being the biggest presence in the room. So I admire that from my perspective, personally. I appreciate that. And what I find too is, especially when you are a minority in a space, you... at least the way that I look at it is that is the, an opportunity for you to shine. Right. And so that's why like literally I'm very strategic. Like anytime I go to any event, especially when I know I'm going to be the minority, I try to use that as an opportunity. Right. Um, and you know, not back down about the conversation because at the end of the day, you know, if that's the case where, um, I am the only black individual, then, you know, sometimes people shy away from that conversation, rather than kind of leaning into it, right? Because that's the only way that we're going to increase the diversity and put it out there, right? And address like, you know, the elephant in the room at the same time, right? So, um, you know, it's kind of keeping that in mind. And the other thing I would say too is what I found in my entrepreneurial journey as well is, and kind of something that I also live by is that you have to get uncomfortable, right? In order to understand know who you are, be able to seize opportunities, and most importantly, create your own opportunities, which I believe we can do. So it's like if you are not doing things on the regular that has you uncomfortable, um, it makes you feel a little bit uneasy, like then that's the part that would be concerning, right? Because when you are feeling those emotions and you're growing, right? And so that's something to kind of try to get comfortable with being uncomfortable at the same time. Cause that's where you can grow. Yeah. And so opportunities like this, um, you know, we're getting into tech, you're getting into the sector where there's not a lot of representation. That's hundred percent a great way to start. <laughs> that's perfect. I like, I like your motto. That's a very good like motto to live by. Cause I think some people, even like myself, we do shy away from being uncomfortable. So I think it's like a good lesson to kind of lean into that and use that to your advantage, especially when it has to do with your future and your opportunities. We can't shy away just because, oh, we're not in this space. I feel like shying away 
is what got us into this problem in the first place that a lot of us feel like because we're not in this industry, we don't have to be. But if we're leaning into it, then it's, I don't see myself in this space. Therefore, I want to be in this space. And I think exactly into that is so important. So in terms of just building your brand and building your company, is there a specific project or initiative you've been involved in within the crypto space that you're particularly proud of? Or what impact did that project have on you and on others? Yeah, great question. Um, I would say, yeah, definitely. So one of the things I've been able to do um, is co-found a, a really great community. And we actually we, we actually just went through our rebranding. So um, which I'm really excited to also announce too. So formerly known as Crypto Babes, but we've just changed over to Femtech, which I'm really excited wow, about. Okay. And so um, that initiative, we actually started that two, I think two and a half years ago, where really creating a community of women that are excited about the space, that want to learn, uh, maybe become founders in this industry or developers as well. And so We've been able to host a lot of different events across Canada and the U.S. And we even launched monthly meetups both in Toronto and San Francisco where we're building that like local communities of women coming together. And I think one of the most exciting parts about that is not only is that space, you know, created for women and being able to help educate them and make it fun and welcoming, but we also have a lot of, you know, guys that come out and they're supporting us and just like they let the... Yeah, they love the way that we uh, we educate and the space that we create. So a lot of times women are like, hey, like, can I bring my husband or my boyfriend wants to come or my son wants to come? And we're like, yes. Right. And so <laughs> we've been able to put a really great uh, community, but also drive impact. Right. Where women are getting the information that they want about this space. And now they feel a little bit more included. Right. Where it's not a boys club whenever people are talking about like crypto and NFTs and all the exciting stuff. So uh, yeah, that'd probably be one thing that I'm really excited and proud about. We still, of course, have a lot of work to do, but <laughs> at the same time, I'm really excited because we've been able to drive a lot of um, impact at the same time. Perfect. So when the women come together for these meetings, is there a specific topic for each meeting or it's just a space for women to see each other in technology? Yeah, great question. So um, we actually created a full like six month curriculum, if you will, where every month we touched on a different topic. So we started at the very basics of like, what is cryptocurrency? What are NFTs? You know, what are the opportunities, uh, like business opportunities in the industry? industry, as well as how do you keep your investments as well as your information secure. So every month definitely was a different topic, which is really great. And we even went as far as giving out these like digital NFT learning badges for every topic for those that came every month, which is really cool. Okay. So when you come every month, you're following almost like your workbook. You're just following almost a curriculum or just a topic at the time? Exactly, exactly. So we have different topics every month. And then at the same time, it's a social. So people are able to come okay. out, network. Um, it's a lot of fun, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> cool. So yeah, like I said, we really just try to break down a lot of these exciting terms so people understand what they are and why they're important. Okay, so I know 
from previous knowledge just a little bit, not too much, um, that cryptocurrency and blockchain technology, it usually comes with complex like technical aspects. So how do you communicate these concepts in both the technical sense and non-technical sense to your audience of women who hypothetically some may have a background and some may not? So how do you kind of navigate dealing with a group of mixed people? Yeah. Um, so at least for my approach as an educator, I try to keep everything very simple, right? I think a lot of okay. times too, especially for women that are in the spaces where, you know, it's a, a gentleman that's explaining it. Sometimes people get so excited that they don't realize that just because you understand these fancy words and the technology doesn't mean everybody else does, right? So exactly, try to keep yeah. everything super simple and relatable at the same time. So as an example, a lot of times people may have heard of the word like blockchain, right? And I'm trying to understand like, what is it? Or why is it important? Why, you know, someone like myself that's been in the space for like seven years, why do I think there's more opportunities with blockchain versus like crypto? And so, you know, usually how I explain blockchain is relating it and how it's similar to something like the internet where, you know, we have in the internet as like the first layer and we use that technology for different applications. So maybe using it for like Instagram or Facebook or, or all these different applications, but they're all using and relying on that layer of the internet. And so thinking of it in like the crypto sense, right? The internet would be like the equivalent to like blockchain, where the blockchain is like that layer, that main technology, but we use it for different applications too. So something like, you know, one application would be like cryptocurrency or maybe like NFTs or like the metaverse. They're all different applications, but they use the same technology, which would be blockchain. Right. So just trying to keep it simple, but at the same time, relatable. So at least there, um, you know, makes it a little bit easier to understand. OK, so in this case, since I'm someone who I, I don't have a lot of background on this, could you explain the difference between hypothetically crypto and meta and just NFTs and how all three of those are different, but still within blockchain? Yeah, for sure. So. Um, I guess starting off with like cryptocurrency and what that really is to keep it simple. Once again, like I would say, it's really just a digital currency that, you know, has, you know, tons of different cryptocurrencies over like 15,000 different cryptocurrencies itself. And it's very similar in the way that a lot of us maybe do online banking nowadays, where if you want to see your balance, you want to send funds or receive funds, everything is totally online. Now, some of the biggest differences, though, especially with crypto, is and what I like to say is you have the opportunity to almost like be your own bank, right? We think of something like Bitcoin, which is like the largest cryptocurrency. And, you know, what I love about this is anybody in the world, right, regardless if you don't even have access to traditional financial services, right? There's a lot of millions of people around the world that are unbanked. And so when we think about something like crypto, as long as someone has access to internet, they can technically open or create their own crypto wallet and now have access to traditional financial services, which is really cool, right? So 
Yes, a lot of times people see, you know, cryptocurrency, that digital currency as maybe an investment, which it can be. But the larger picture is being able to understand that everything is shifting online. And it only makes sense that the next type of currency that we have, right, in terms of our form of money is also one that's digital, right? And interestingly enough, we actually saw, I think it was like six months ago, the Bank of Canada also even announced that they're looking to create their own digital version of the Canadian dollar, right? So it's like, either you kind of have to learn now, or you're going to kind of be forced to learn about it later, essentially. That's perfect. So honestly, the work you're doing is so important, because like myself, I don't know anything about crypto. And I'm more encouraged to learn about crypto if I see a fellow Black woman advertising it and just encouraging me in that space. Because I think it's not just for black women, but any person of color, you're more likely to go into something if you know, hey, I can see someone like myself, you're my role model, I aspire to be like you. And I think as a black woman, you're creating that step for me and like a lot of other women like I know that are interested in technology. And I think that's very important. So since you've rebranded, I will say what is the most exciting thing you're looking forward to um, as our last you know, wrap-up question in the future? Yeah. Um, basically, I'm looking forward to actually is, so I, I'm i very big on like diversity. And so I take on, I, I have a lot of different initiatives. Um, but one of the newer initiatives that I started is specifically for the Black community. So it's called Blacks on Blockchain. And so it's really wow. focused on, of course, increasing the representation of the Black community in this tech space. And yeah, I'm really excited about that because we're looking to launch different events, different initiatives, help more Black professionals become founders in this space because there's a lot of funding opportunities if you do have startup, uh, have a startup as well. Or if you're a developer, right, you know how to code you are, you know, very technical. There's tons of opportunities and career opportunities as well. And so that's one of the initiatives really started to really attack that gap, <laughs> of course, when it comes to diversity in the sector. But I'm really excited about it because it's it's definitely needed. Um, and I'm excited for just the impact. Perfect. Well, it's been really fun meeting you. You sound amazing. I know I can't see you, but you sound amazing. <laughs> thank you. So do I you. Meet you one day. Thank you. Um, so thank you so much for coming today and just sharing your knowledge. I think it's going to be very important for our listeners, especially those who are interested in cryptocurrency and just the whole NFTs. So we appreciate your knowledge and we hope to have you again on the podcast to talk more about your rebranding and just any courses or meetups that you do have in the future. So thank you for coming today. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Like I said, you ladies are doing amazing work. Um, And (laughs) I'm really excited anytime I'm able to uh, share any info or knowledge about this space. So thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. So there you have it. We trust that you enjoyed this episode and are looking forward to the next month. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Until then, thank you for listening with love.